Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Alva, and I am an extreme extrovert. As you know, I'm on my fourth season of podcasting, and I am really excited for the new year. It was interesting because today is October 15th, I believe. Let me check, y'all, before I... Yep. Oh, October 16th. Today's the 16th. And as I was going to work, which was probably around... Well, I was at work, but like... um, I probably looked outside maybe around 10. And I saw snow! Ah, As long as the snow does not come before Halloween, I will be happy. (laughs) Halloween is my favorite holiday. I don't know why. And it's horrible because like... It's a dumb holiday. Well, holidays in general are man-made. In my opinion, I think they're man-made. They're just ideologies. They're just random things to get you to, like, spend money or to spend time with your friends and family, too. Anyway, but yeah, I've always liked Halloween. I don't even really like candy. I just like the element of, like, dressing up, really. It's kind of weird. Bizarre. It's interesting how, like specific holidays kind of like keep keep up in your life Uh, how do i say that how do i say this okay hold on scratch that some holidays like you keep when you're like older but then other ones you just kind of like disappear for example like easter never celebrated that holiday i'm actually not really that religious either so probably why but like for example, my father was ca- is Catholic, and then my mom, she's Buddhist. So for me, growing up, um, I celebrated some of those holidays, but they weren't really that prominent in my, you know, life. Like, as an adult now, I, I never celebrate Easter. I do celebrate Halloween, though, and I did when I was younger, you know, because as a young adult, I feel like Halloween is a fun time to go out, dress up, drink, party, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of interested to see how this year is going to happen just because, one, I don't drink anymore. I'm on my sobriety. And COVID, (laughs) two, the Rona got us all inside. So I don't know how it's going to go this year, but it's not really that big of a deal. It was kind of a tangent just because I am starting to see all the Halloween stuff. I even saw, like, Christmas stuff at Target, which I was like, dang, come on, guys, just wait. (laughs) One at a time here. (sighs) But anyway, I hope everyone's having a great morning. I'm really excited for the month to, you know, wear on. I want to, you know, get past the holidays. I have a friend that has a 30, a 30 flirty and thriving party coming up. And I'm just planning the whole thing it's kind of interesting because like any event like parties like weddings all of those things are super fun when you're the guest but if you're not the guest and you're planning those like baby showers weddings what else is kind of tedious especially weddings are horrible i uh, oh god um but the 30 flirty and thriving is a little bit more fun for me because I don't know. He's a gay male. And it's just fun. Uh, we, we got like a penis pinata. We got all these adult-oriented gifts. 
for like you know drawings games so for me this party is gonna be dope and I'm really excited I am a little nervous for it all to come together I'm trying to think like what would be like fun like activities or like other than you know twister or like um oh man I had this one friend introduce us a game you know that game where you put the paper on your mouth and you're blowing it and then you have to try to get the paper on the other person's mouth while they're blowing it yeah I actually had a ex roommate that introduced us to that game obviously it was before covid that game would not fly even the twister probably wouldn't fly that's the only thing that's kind of hard about um planning this kind of event because i had an idea before covid what you know what i kind of wanted i wanted you know more like a lingerie party with you know uh, different ideas but now that because of the rona and you know stuff like that budget also comes to play it's gonna be very interesting and creating this party made me realize that I kind of want a 30 flirty and thriving party just because I okay so me I'm Latina and most Latinos I feel like have like a quinceanera I never had a quinceanera because I had a lot of stuff going on at 15 so I never had the opportunity and I feel like the 30 and flirty is kind of like an old quinceanera party. Like you finally become like an adult. Even though you are an adult already at 30. Oh god. I actually, you know, it's, I'm sorry. Sorry for the random rambling, but today has just been a very interesting day. Very, very busy. I also saw one of my friends, the, like, while I was at work. And we were talking about, you know, family and it's crazy how like how you know somebody like for example your your cousin right your cousin you knew you your cousin when they were like 10 years old when they were like you not even when before they even existed you knew that guy <laughs> you knew that person like before they could even sit at the table and then you blink your eyes and they're like 10 years old they're 20 years old they're 30 years old you know who knows how old they are but I don't know, today has just been a really weird day. Uh, my my brain has just been racing. And I also uh, found myself feeling a little bit of the cravings, which I'm really kind of upset about. I'm really kind of, like, irritated, but it's okay. I looked at how many days I had been sober, and it is close to two weeks now. And I'm really proud of myself. But today, I have to admit, the cravings did come today. And I was kind of not, I was kind of expecting them to come a little later in the third week. So, but, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna give up. It just is irritating. (laughs) Something that puts a damper on my day, but that's okay. Anyway, let's get on with this podcast. So, today is October 16th. And so far, I have discovered a few, like, a few programs, a few groups, a few ideas about embracing sobriety. It's been kind of a weird journey. 
I've had friends like like uh, send me this these random articles. Some of them are like legitimate, some of them are not. And one that I found that was actually quite interesting. Let me see if I can pull it up here. There was uh, one person that had sent me a message and they said, you know, oh, I hear that you're like working on your sobriety, blah, blah, blah. Everyone, everyone out of the, you know, works always kind of shows up when you're like doing something, you know, like even when you're traveling, because me, you know me, I'm a world traveler. When I travel and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go here. There, You know, usually your acquaintances or your friends are like, hey, I've been here. Go there. Do this. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of the same thing. That's how I feel with sobriety. Like you bring, you bring it forth and then people are like, hey, I did that too. Or my grandma did that. Or my so blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of interesting. Anyway, so this particular person, I'll leave them. I'll just call them L for confidentiality. Okay, so L told me that they believe that addiction correlates with loneliness. And I thought that was a very interesting um, concept. Like, yes, I, I do agree. Like, a lot of people probably engage in addiction because they are lonely. That, that makes sense. And so they were like, instead of combating it like an addiction, like, look at it as you know, trying to fight off loneliness or trying to embrace loneliness. And that, I, mm, yes, I can see that. But I don't think that's the only thing that people have to worry about. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, it's it's an interesting, um, interesting topic. Anyway, so here the idea says, um... Getting your thoughts to be creative and form a process of your thoughts and feelings and how you embrace yourself. Okay, so you're embracing yourself, embracing your differences, embracing, you know, things that are good. Okay, I understand that. Um, it also says here that it is good to do mental exercises to think about what triggers you with your addiction. Well, yes, of course. Uh, let's see. It says, discuss how you use social media and how it affects your loneliness and connection. And how that plays with addiction. Alright, well, let's see. Discuss how your social media and how it affects your loneliness. Hmm. I feel like, honestly, this is only my opinion. So if anybody else has another opinion, please feel free to message me on Twitter, via.alva, via.alva. I would love to hear your ideas. So, especially like dating sites, I feel like this would be a horrible time to be single. I could be wrong though, because, you know, single life is fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's fun being single. It's also fun dating people. It's really fun either way. But if you wanted to go out and meet people and if you wanted you know to see your friends social media would probably not benefit you too much right now because you would see everybody maybe with their families maybe with their loved ones and maybe seeing that for you would be upsetting you'd be like man I wish I was doing that 
And I feel like that's why social media can be harmful, but it can also be very great. Because, one, the negative attributes, since we're answering this exercise, um, the negative attributes, I guess, of media and how, you know, it affects your loneliness is... It, it's just very accessible. You access all these fun things that other people are doing. You're do, you should be doing um, goals that can be achieved. And maybe if you're not at that level or maybe if you're not really in that space at your life, you'd probably be like, you know what? I am not doing so well. And you'd be alone. Sometimes, honestly, I, I do feel alone in my addictions, even though I'm not alone. I have a partner, I have a families, I have family members, I have a dog, I have a cat. There's really no way for me to feel lonely, but it I do feel lonely sometimes. Even when I'm surrounded by a lot of people. Just because, in regards to alcohol, a lot of people don't really... Like, the people that I hang out with, they don't have uh, the problem that I have. And I hate saying problem, because I don't feel like addiction is a problem. It's just, like, the wrong solution to something that I was trying to fix. That's what I try to look at it as. Like, addiction was something that maybe was to fill something, but no longer needs to be filled. Like, loneliness. And, like... Sometimes when I sit in a group and, like, they're drinking or they're, like, doing something fun. And I'm like, I want to do that too, but I know I can't. I know that my body just doesn't allow me to be that self-controlled, unfortunately. And that's embarrassing. And I do feel lonely sometimes. I do feel sad sometimes when I could do the things that I used to do. I go out... And hang out with my friends. Go to bonfires and drink. I I always try to remind myself though. That. When you're. Getting rid of something in your life. Like a partner. Or like a, a job. Or like an addiction. Or like a action. I feel like. You have to remind yourself that you're gaining stuff. You're gaining more than you're losing. So through sobriety, I try to remind myself, you know, I'm going to gain more consciousness. I'm going to gain more awareness. I'm going to gain more control of myself. <sighs> and even though I feel like I might be alone in this, <clears throat> in the struggle sometimes, I know that's irrational. I'm not by myself. I know that. <laughs> that's just not reasonable to think. Because there's a lot of people that... Struggle with the same thing that I do. And vice versa, you know. <sighs> but yeah. I thought that was interesting. Combating loneliness. Because it, it can be lonely. And I understand that. But it, it can also be great. So before I close out my podcast. I'm going to try to think of some things that are actually pretty good about my life right now. In regards to sobriety. And what some things that I have learned. One thing that I have learned for sure is that people that really care about you, I was worried because, you know, every time I would go out or every time I would do something, there was always drinking involved. You know, I'd always go to, like, brunch with my friends, you know, bottomless mimosas, go party, go dancing, stuff like that. And 
one good thing that I realized is that a lot of my friends that I've known for many years, they they were really actually happy and really proud that I had taken that step in my sobriety because they want they want the best for me. They want something good. And I appreciate that. Oh my god, it's snowing, guys. Ah! <laughs> it's going. It's, ah! it's coming down. Okay. Well, anyway, one last thing. And I realized that it's okay to stick up for yourself and it's okay to love yourself. Because I didn't realize that sobriety was more about self-love. Yeah, it's about combating loneliness. Yeah, it's about combating addiction. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like all these, you know, you were traumatized as a child, so now you're an addict. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Like, and I, I'm not trying to brush off those, like, reasons. I'm just saying, like, of all the reasons in the whole entire world... The only reason why I feel like anybody should really engage in sobriety is because of self-love. That's the idea that I really have felt. Like, this is the idea that really feels for me. You know? In all the meetings and all the groups and all the things, I think that as long as me personally... And I'm sure other people as well. As long as you like wake up every day and you say, Hey, I'm going to work 110% to do what is best for me. First. And then I will care about everyone else. If I can get through today and be respectful and be nice. And that includes being respectful and loving and nice to myself. Then I think... That everything else will be okay. So thank you so much for listening. And you know what? Stay warm out there. Because it's snowing in Minneapolis. I don't know about other places. Oh, you lucky buggers that are probably in the hot states. Or hot countries. You guys are lucky. (laughs) But anyway, safest of travels.